It's time now for the Morning Line here on KMA. My name is Mike Peterson, back after a couple of weeks of vacation. Longer than expected in some ways, but uh, enough of that. Well, Nebraska City City Council held its first meeting of 2024 last night. And with us on the line with a recap of some of the highlights of that meeting is Nebraska City Mayor Brian Beckett. Good morning, Brian, and Happy New Year to you. Good morning, Mike, and thanks for having me on, and Happy New Year to you and all your listeners as well. Thank you very much. And uh, first of all, uh, one of the items you had on the agenda last night, and it was kind of a short agenda, was the issuance of more than $2.5 million in general obligation bonds for the 2022 11th Street Improvement Project. Could you talk about a little bit about this project to remind people of what this entailed? Sure. So this was our, uh, our main artery that comes in north and south along Nebraska City that uh, starts down by Walmart and continues on up to our theater and then all the way out of town uh, past Larson Motors. But this section that we did, we have a major railroad mail uh, viaduct that's just after the new food uh, food grocery store on 11th. The name is escaping me, sorry. But from the viaduct north to our theater, that was the last section of this road that we had not redone. So last year we... Uh, widened it. We put in a new curb and gutter and storm sewer system, uh, put in a 8-inch eight, eight concrete base on it because that gets a lot of heavy industrial traffic, trucks and everything, and we had it pitted a lot. And then as we did it, we unfortunately found some, uh, we knew we wanted to do some maintenance on that major viaduct, so we worked on the expansion joints, and when we got in there and found out that they were in worse shape than what we thought, uh, so thank goodness we had caught that. And, uh, of course, resurfaced it and then uh, put in all new lighting on each side and buried a lot of the cabling. So it really and added the turning lane. So it was quite an expansion project. It was a little over uh, $2 million that we had to take out the bond and Pittsburgh notes on. And um, the whole project that we originally thought was going to be a little over $2 million, but it wound up coming in at that two point five. Uh, from things that we found while we were doing it, plus mm-hmm. some extra engineering and things that we had to have done uh, that were unforeseen when we first started. So the total project wrap-up paying off the anticipated notes that was already at $2 million plus the extra cost came at that 2.5. So uh, we, got, we were pleased last night when our bondsman spoke and said that uh, we're closing hopefully at the right time because we're, he was even surprised to get a little lower interest rate. We might hit just under 4 on this one. Overall, how has that whole renovation of the 11th Street, which is the main artery of the community, how has that helped the traffic flow, helped with businesses in that area? What have you seen as far as the improvements are concerned? Well, on daily flow, it keeps things moving, but especially on big weekends, uh, we've had the one Applejack that, that we opened it up just before. And I tell you, that, that street, their flow was so much better, Mike, it, allowed people to get in and out of businesses. So I think our businesses are getting frequented more when we have heavy traffic because uh, folks have a chance to turn in. And like I say, the flow as far as there's not the long lines of stoppages, especially on heavy traffic times and days. And I think just aesthetically, it, it's a huge improvement from what we had on that last one section. And I'm sure this winter we haven't, haven't had the uh, snow removal going on, but our guys had to be really careful on that road because it had become so pitted and rutted because of uh, all the heavy, heavy truck use. So it's much better now, and the storm sewer flows so much better than what it was. So we're looking for uh, the winter to be a lot easier on going up that. It 
was tough sometimes at that intersection with folks getting started again and all that, but I think the new road surface will definitely help out. Well, speaking of winter, and we, it's hard to believe but we are in winter right now, the uh, city council last night took action regarding the city snow removal policy. Are there any major changes from the previous policy that was in place for the city? Well, it's a, it's a major change that, surprisingly, we didn't have a written policy, Mike. So our roads commissioner, Commissioner Joe Cheney, when he came in and had uh, worked, of course, he came in last December, so he had one road season under his belt. We didn't have that many times we had to actually get all the plows out last year. but So he actually, with his staff and with uh, our construction manager, Marty Stovall, drafted this policy. And the biggest thing that they wanted to cover is to let people know what the priorities are. So it sets out for folks. They understand that we're going to hit the emergency routes first, and we're going to make sure the route to the hospital and the schools are all cleared. And then it goes through the different priorities where we finally get to uh, things like alleyways and things like that. How we'll remove snow off Central, and then one of the other items that was there was a lot of discussion. The Commissioner Cheney worked up front with the commissioners and all that was. Um, you do have mailboxes that, if we hit a mailbox with a blade, we'll replace it. But if you are throwing snow off the blade, and it hits a mailbox, and a mailbox can't withstand it, this policy lays out that that's not the city's responsibility. That. Uh, a homeowner should have a mailbox that's up that can withstand the snow, uh, you know, hitting against it as they go through with the blade. It's kind of amazing when you say that uh, the city didn't have a snow removal policy in place before Joe Cheney arrived. What did the city do as far as snow removal before this policy was in place? Well, they basically executed the policy without it in writing, Mike. So that's kind of what they did at the time. And we didn't have anything as far as the mailbox in writing. So it was hit or miss on that. Some we did replace, some we didn't because people didn't know what the answer was. So that's kind of what Joe dealt with last winter. So he he said, okay, let's have one in writing so folks know. But the priorities have always been executed in the same way that it's written in the policy. It's just We just didn't have it written down and uh, we're going to put it up on the website for folks to look at. You know, you mentioned snow, and uh, it, a lot of communities right now are concerned about the lack of moisture. Here we're in stage four water conservation here in Shenandoah. What about Nebraska City? Is there any concern on your folks about moisture, uh, the lack of moisture, and what that may do to the city's water supplies? I know you're in the, near the Missouri River, but is there any concern on your end about that? Uh, I haven't heard anything from our utilities, Mike, and um, we did have a couple of uh, drizzling events within the last couple of weeks. I don't know the inches that we received in that. I don't know if that caught us up or not a little bit. Um, but I, I don't have anything from our utilities as far as any concern off our wells or anything. As far as I know, we're doing all right. Also last night, a topic that we've talked about uh, earlier, there was action regarding the city's creative district in submission to the state's city and community center financing fund, or CCC. FF, kind of talk about the action that was taken on that last night. Sure. So we're getting down the wire. The city has to submit its letter of intent on what we're going to ask for by the 15th of January. And originally we were going to take out to ask for some money to finish the Veterans Memorial Building, kitchen and stage area for theater. Um, But we have been blessed with uh, some, some timely grants and a lot of donations from individuals. So those those projects were actually able to start this week. So there's major renovation on both of those. You 
you come through Nebraska City around Memorial Building, you'll see uh, dumpsters as well as storage pods with all the equipment and everything that's going to go back in after they clear everything out and rebuild the shelves. So um, we're not going to have to ask for as much money out of that. We can ask up to $562,000 this year for a creative district. And uh, so we've shifted now to some of the historic lighting uh, that we have on Central, we want to expand that to the rest of the Creative District, which basically takes in some of First Corso to the south of Central, and then extends the lighting, the historic lighting to the west on Central Avenue. Um, that's what we're developing the cost for right now that we will then submit against that package. And because with historic lighting, we're not going to run the, lot, the electrical lines, we're going to actually bury them, so that increases the cost. Um, but we just received approval from the historic society because that is within Nebraska City Historic District. Um, they've approved the plan. So that's what we're going to put most of it on, and we're waiting for final numbers coming from engineering design on that. So we'll submit to the state for that and hope that we can get that grant. Uh, it's a one-for-one -one match, so we'll have to come up with the matching funds, and that's what we'll be working on next. Well, Brian, we thank you very much for being with us this morning, and we will talk to you again uh, somewhere in a couple of weeks after your next meeting for 2024. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you, Mike. I hope everybody has a blessed year. Thank you very much. That's Nebraska City Mayor Brian Beckett on the morning line on KMA.